welcome to another episode of the Holistic Sojourner podcast, the radio show to help you manifest wealth and wellness in a holistic way. I'm your host, Regis Cowan, and today I'm going to talk about my holistic healing journey, how I got into um, this field of health and wellness and metaphysics. Um, I've talked to you guys a little bit about my millennial life crisis journey, so that pretty much kind of opened everything up, but I'm going to go back even further than that, like back into my childhood to let you guys know why I started this um, holistic healing journey in the first place. But first and foremost, I wanted to thank you guys for listening and for subscribing to the podcast. I've had a really good turnout and I'm so excited to be bringing on some future guests here soon that I'm going to be interviewing. Um, Also, we're going to be talking about a lot of woo-woo spiritual stuff, holistic wellness topics. So I'm super excited to get these guests on to also talk about um, how to find your life purpose. Some of the guests have turned their life purposes into careers. You know, if they had a quarter life crisis, we'll be talking about that. Um, So just breaking out a lot more of the spiritual woo-woo stuff as well here on the podcast. So that's something to look forward to. Also, I've had a few people reach out to me about essential oils and essential oil education. So I'm also going to be talking more about essential oils. And I'm going to do, I might do a special episode on my top five essential oils and just kind of go down the list and tell you guys what they're um, good for, what you can use them for, how you can use them. Um, So look out for that more um, essential oil education. So... On to today's topic, which is my journey of how I got into holistic healing and health and wellness. So the reason I even started liking this field of metaphysics and wanting to self-heal, it actually goes back to me being a small child and having eczema. So eczema is pretty much my entry point into wanting to heal myself and make myself better. So as a small child, I've always had this saying of, you know, I want to be healthy and I want to be on a diet. And my mom thought I was nuts, and like a 12 year old or 10 year old talking about she's on a diet. And so, you know, for me, I was like, well, it's not that I'm trying to be on a losing weight diet because y'all, I was small. I mean, in high school, I probably weighed about 90 pounds, under 100 pounds. Um, so at the time I was probably 70, 60 pounds or so. And I explained to my family that it wasn't that I was trying to lose weight, but that I just wanted to be healthy, you know, and then I had this eczema situation going on that other kids saw and they didn't understand what it was. And I had it on my arms, um, inside my elbows, and I used to have it behind my knees. And sometimes I even got it on my face. Um, And occasionally I still get it on my hands. So this was something that bothered me all the time. You know, it was like no matter what I tried, what I did, I could not get this eczema to heal. Um, And then at 12 years old, I found out I had asthma, you know, and I found out that asthma and eczema are linked. But I didn't learn this until I went to an Indian doctor and she started talking about um, some of the natural remedies and things that they do in their country. Um, which is also, you know, where Ayurveda came from. So I started learning this at 12 and 13 years old that my eczema and asthma were linked and that I could control it based off of what I put into my body. 
So needless to say, I didn't really find a cure, so to speak, back then. But as I got older, I was able to take my health into my own hands and kind of research and figure out, you know, what were other people doing to heal their eczema or, you know, manage their asthma. And my asthma wasn't, I didn't have major attacks or anything, but as my doctor said, it's my asthma coming out of my skin as eczema. So I started reading up on what I shouldn't shouldn't eat, what I should be drinking, you know, that I should be exercising or sweating to get the impurities out of my pores. And so I was pretty much, you know, hooked on any type of eczema healing, self-healing, holistic healing, wellness books. You know, I got on the internet and I read about it. So not only was I being exposed to the physical part, but I was being exposed to the spiritual stuff too. Um, so here I am, 12, 13, 14, 15, reading about all this stuff, changing my diet. And it didn't really click until I got almost to the end of high school and going into college. So I also thought that I wanted to be a supermodel. Okay. No, I'm not tall enough to be a supermodel, but I thought I was going to be one anyway. Um, I'm only five, six, but in my mind I was tall and I was going to be a supermodel. And so what happened was my mom's friend who actually does print modeling, she's an older lady now, but at the time I remember we went to a dinner with my mom and some of her friends and this one friend was there who is into modeling and, you know, she was talking to me and saying, oh, I hear you're interested in modeling, blah, blah, blah. We just started going down the list and I started telling her about my skin issues and she basically broke it down to me and was like, look, as a model if this is what you want to do, she was like, your skin and how you look is your selling point. Like, that's how you get work. And she was like, the only way that I can keep my skin the way I want it is my diet. And of course, exercise and drinking water. But she said she drinks lots of water. She says all that crap and junk that you put in your body, like chips and Cheetos and Doritos. And we had Fruitopias back in the day. Y'all remember those, those drinks? (laughs) Fruitopias and all these artificial foods that you're eating she was like you can't be eating that stuff because it's going to come out in your skin if you have pimples and acne if your eczema's flaring up you can't have that stuff then she told me the one thing that shocked me until no tomorrow she told me that I could not have milk or dairy anymore y'all I used to drink like milk like it was water I mean I used to drink gallons of milk my parents used to go to the store because I would cry at night because we didn't have any more milk and it was because I drank it all so she told me you need to cut back on your dairy and you need to be eating more fresh fruits and vegetables and all this stuff you know and as a teenager I was like okay well I do want my skin to look good and unfortunately I may have to do things a little bit differently in order to be healthy, happy, and, you know, liking what I see in the mirror. So, yes, was I devastated? I was. Did I get rid of milk right away? Hell no, I did not. I went to college and I continued to eat bowls and bowls of cereal because that was my go-to snack or food at the time. But I did incorporate some other things. I started taking echinacea and I started drinking green tea. I drank green tea every single day without a doubt. I had a huge box of green tea that my mom bought me before I went to school, Um, and I drank a bag of, I made a tea bag every single day. I do remember that. I drank that every day, and I started to see major changes um, when I changed what I ate. 
and really cutting out most of the dairy. I didn't quit yet because, I, like I said, I was stuck on cereal. I couldn't let it go. Um, but now I'm pretty much, for the most part, I'm pretty dairy-free. I will eat ice cream every now and then. Um, I don't drink milk hardly, like never. It's very rare if I drink milk. I drink almond milk. Um, I don't really miss it. And I've seen huge improvements in my skin, um, as well as my asthma. So that is, in a nutshell, how I got started. I mean, you know, my eczema pretty much, I feel like it scarred me for life, but it was also a blessing because it made me, you know, get my shit together and figure out what I need to do to be healthy. And, you know, it was also an emotional aspect tied to it. Um, because there were times when I would look in the mirror and I'm like, I don't feel pretty. I don't look good because I have this eczema on my body and people keep asking me, what is it and what's wrong with you? You know, so there was a lot of um, anxiety and emotional tension tied to that. So that really put me on the path to be like, look, I got to figure this out and figure out what the hell I need to do because I am over it. And that's when I decided that if I have to change my diet, if I can't eat crap like everybody else, if I can't eat a lot of red meat, um, no dairy, sweets, sugar. Oh gosh, sugar was horrible. Y'all, I used to eat so much sugar. It's ridiculous. And now, the only time I like to have sugar is in my coffee. And I do have creamer in my coffee. Um, That's probably the only dairy that I usually have. And then the occasional ice cream. But that's it. So I've cut back drastically, but it was super hard, but I knew I had to do it because I, you know, wanted to be happy and I wanted to feel good in my own skin. So that's how I got started in holistic healing and health and wellness. And when I started figuring this stuff out, I mean, it was like, I got to share this with everybody. I got to tell people. And of course, I would tell people what they needed to do, you know, what worked for me, what they should try. And of course, I got the, oh, hell no, I'm not doing that. Give up sugar, no dairy. Why would I want to do that? (laughs) And then I would have those same people ask me, how did you get your skin clear? What did you do? And I would tell them the same exact thing over again. This is what I did, blah, 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 blah. And they would still keep doing the same crap that they were doing. So again, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink it. So that was my personal journey of how I was able to manage my eczema through my diet and that turned into you know basically self-care that turned into me taking better care of myself exercising drinking water me being the best healthiest person that I can be and sharing it with you all sharing it with my friends and with my family so I'm still on this journey Um, you know there were times I had ups and downs where I would do really really good for a while and then I would be rebellious and eat whatever I want and of course the flare-ups would come back Um, You know, in my 20s, when I was having my quarter life crisis, I, yeah, was drinking alcohol, hanging out, partying, and hell, even smoking. Yeah, I thought I wanted to be a smoker. Bad idea. But then I would have, you know, flare-ups and stuff. I would have problems with my skin. And I'd be like, okay, done too much. Got a detox. And I would go back and forth in this, you know, vicious cycle. Even the smoking. I thought that I could stop for a while and then start back. No, still had the same reaction. And y'all, it got so bad to where now I was smoking clove cigarettes because I thought I was just the shit. I thought I was cool. I'm gonna smoke clove cigarettes. I'm not smoking regular cigarettes, right? So I'm smoking these clove cigarettes and it literally starts to break out my neck. And when I saw that, 
oh hell no i looked at the mirror i was like oh no mm -mm, she doesn't do this she is too cute for this we don't have a broke out neck i had eczema on my neck because it was like the smoke was literally coming out of my neck onto my skin that was the last straw no more smoking for me i was done done i think i tore up those clove cigarettes threw them in the trash and from that point on any friends or who, family i had that was smoking uh no not me sorry can't do it i like myself too much i want to be cute i want to have nice skin so smoking and drinking too much is not going to work for me so and you would think i mean i had two grand all my grandparents really not even two um, all my grandparents smoke cigarettes pretty much their entire lives. Um, two, both of my grandmothers passed away from cancer, and it was because they were lifelong smokers. So you would think that I would not even want to smoke at all. Mm-mm. Nope. Millennial life crisis, y'all. I want to do what I want. It's not going to affect me the way it affects other people. But I got a rude awakening, and yeah, my skin looked like shit. So <laughs> I gave that up. Couldn't be cute with bad skin. So that's just a little insight into my health journey. I'm sure some of you all have some similar issues or things that you may be going through. And if you're not having any health issues, but you're not taking care of yourself, oh, honey, trust me, it will start to come the older you get. They always say when you hit 30, things start to change. And sometimes even before then, you can't stay out as late as you used to. I know I can't can't hardly get up in the morning if you stay out too late so yeah I've definitely had to make some life changes and I'm super glad that I did and that I can share them with you all so that is my health and wellness journey and again like I said this is something that is ongoing you know I constantly have to watch what I eat, exercise, um, you know, be healthy. On the metaphysical side, you know, I've um, read and heard that sometimes eczema can have to do with abundance issues. So yeah, when I've had money problems or any type of, you know, worries around lack, that that could probably exacerbate my eczema too. And I'm sure it has. Um, I do still have, you know, like I said, some small patches here and there, but it just reminds me how far I've come and, you know, to educate yourself that you can basically be as healthy as you want to be. It's all up to you. So the other thing that I wanted to share with you all was as I was going through this journey of, you know, healing my eczema and getting healthy and building my confidence back up. Um, once I left for college, went through that, came back home and that's kind of when, you know, I started going through my quarter life crisis, millennial life crisis, as I call it. And so one of the things that I wanted to do was to reach out to a psychic medium because I had never had a psychic reading before. I had friends that had it before. Um, this was when I was working at the hair salon. Some of my coworkers were telling me that they had one. And, you know, these were things that I was really interested in. I was interested in the spiritual stuff that people didn't talk about. So when I had someone kind of tell me about their experience, I was super interested to have one, especially since I had just gotten fired from my job and my boyfriend was away and I didn't know what the hell I was going to do with my life. So as I'm thinking about, you know, the eczema and the abundance and lack issues, I had a reading done um, with this guy over the phone 
and he had his own radio show and it was on blog talk radio which most of you guys probably don't even know what blog talk radio is but it was when (laughs) online radio and like podcasting you know just started to come out and this was back in 2009 so this past week I pulled up the recording because I have it saved on my computer you know and this was 10 years ago I can't believe it's been 10 years since I've had this reading So I went back and I listened to it and y'all when I tell you he told me so many things um very sweet guy he kept it real with me 100% and you know he told me basically like where my relationship was going or not going at the time and it was one of those things he was like I think you kind of know but you just want the confirmation that basically this shit ain't working (laughs) and you know he was telling me that I needed to kind of find my place and focus on my career and, you know, what I want to do and where I want to go. Um, And he basically just confirmed that, you know, all the things that I believe in and how I'm into the spiritual stuff, you know, that it's not fake and that, you know, that I'm aligned with what I need to be doing. Now, did I need to get my life together and stop worrying about the boyfriend and all the hanging out? Yeah. Yeah. It was basically time for me to get my life together. So I'm not going to go into like total detail of everything we talked about because it was a super long um, reading and he did a chakra reading. So he goes through all the chakras, tell you what the energies look like, you know, and basically anything he can see to help me on my journey and on my path. Um, So maybe I'll talk more about that in another episode of all the things he told me. Um, So if you are looking into getting a psychic reading or psychic medium, um, y'all reach out to me. I will definitely find some credible ones for you. I have a new guy that I am going to reach out to. His name is Chris Medina, and he has his own podcast. If y'all want to check it out, it's called In Your Head Podcast. Chris Medina, he's a psychic medium. I love his show. He is straight to the point. Um, anything you ask him or if you get a reading with him, I'm sure he is not going to fake or bullshit you. Um, so, and I'll leave his info there as well. If you guys are interested in getting a psychic reading. So shout out to you, Chris Medina. Hopefully I'll be talking to you soon. I'm going to schedule a reading with him and I'll let you guys know how it goes. Maybe I can even get him on the show and we can talk about the reading after I have it done. Just so you can see, um, what it's all about. And I have no problem opening up to you guys about my life and what's going on. So that is all I have for this episode. Um, I just wanted to jump in and give you guys an update on what's been going on with me, how I got into holistic healing. And yeah, I have some interviews coming up. Actually, the next episode is going to be a a really good interview. I think you guys are going to enjoy. I'm not going to give any names yet. But yeah, look forward to a lot of interviews that I have. I want to share more resources and tools and other experts um, just in the holistic health and wellness fields. So stay tuned for that. And I hope to see you guys on the next episode. Talk to you soon. Bye. (music)